0: Lately, we've been doing everything from home, working from home, exercising from home, schooling from home, breakfast, lunch and dinnering from home, wishing we were anywhere else on the planeting from home. And with all this extra time, we're realizing how important it is to make sure our place is the right place. Enter apartments.com with the most listings and powerful search tools. It's easy to find exactly what you need. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Cestrino back here with another week of our happily ever after question mark coverage here of 90 Day Fiance. Week number two is in the books, and I'm very excited to have uh, back here Mr. 90 Day Fiance. Here he is, the great.
1: Please, Amber Healy, please, how are you? lovely i've concealed my cigarettes and my lighter and my mm-hmm. underwear mm-hmm. and uh i'm here to just talk about everything every bit of mess that is this season of 90 day fiance happily ever after it's got a little messy it, pretty early they got us in the second episode second episode number two Indeed, you are. Yes. Episode number two. What a ride.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, very excited to have uh, a guest back here with us. And especially anytime we get to talk to this particular guest, uh, the great uh, Sasha Joseph is back with us. Sasha, how are you?
2: So excited. Just happy to be here. What a great episode to talk about. And just like Ronalds, I feel like entry. I'm here. Ready to go?
0: Okay. All right. So, uh, ready to talk some ninety day uh, fiance happily ever after after the the second week out. Uh, still no uh, Yara and Jovi. Uh, we'll uh, get back to them next week. Uh, but we had uh, an introduction to Tiffany and Ronald on last night's episode. At least their ninety day fiance happily ever after introduction, and still uh, more with Brandon and Julia andre and elizabeth brandon and julia not to mention a little uh, kalani and asuelu uh sasha how are you doing
2: great uh you know i just i can't believe this is what we get like i love angela's my favorite and my favorite i mean you know most hot mess so i'm just i'm grateful she had such a wild segment i feel
0: mm-hmm yeah wild trip i mean that it really the angela storyline i feel like combines like a lot of like tlc shows into like one particular storyline <laughs> it's like you could see this on like uh almost any other tlc show
2: yeah and they'll get spin-offs too right like there's dr pimple popper and mm-hmm. there's like all these i think bravo has the the plastic surgery ones i can't remember but yeah it's just she's
1: gold she's literal gold okay but yeah and i'm still very tempted to watch these sister wives shows it's like not only are we getting comments about it which makes me feel like that's a good endorsement if anyone's enjoying this show but also it looks nutso so i i I feel like it would be great to watch um i'm i'd be too scared to bring it up to liana to watch because after the I've asked her what she would think. I don't want her to think that I'm trying to make suggestions. Like, I'm not trying to inception her to do something by watching this. I would just want to watch the mess. I got to like figure out how to tell her that. Yeah.
2: Are y'all talking about seeking sister wives or the sister wives properly? Seeking,
1: because that's the one I've heard is more messy.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I watch. So Sister Wives was like, I think the original, at least from what I remember. And they are just like a family from Utah that, you know, we are watching, following. So I watched a few uh, like seasons, but then they just got weird and boring, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh. don't know how you can be boring with four wives. No, but I don't you think are. this
0: one is boring because I see a yeah, no, no, So before, this one and I see yeah. like a couple minutes on the DVR after and it looks pretty good, but I just <laughs> yeah, never. Yeah,
2: Seeking Sister Wife is good. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, I, I'm like one really like great endorsement away from the season pass for Sister Wives. But uh, that I, I digress. Um, Sasha, I know you love Angela. Should we talk about Angela? And we didn't see a lot of Michael tonight.
2: Which Michael, you know, because we saw a lot of <laughs> some Michael,
0: some Michaels, Yeah. <laughs> but not uh, not Angela's Michael.
2: Yes, Exactly. Yeah. I think that's why Angela was trying to make Dr. Michael her second Michael, it felt like. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we picked things up with Angela in Los Angeles uh for her surgery, and we uh went to, for her, I guess, uh, pre-surgery uh consultation with the doctor and Natasha, the patient coordinator.
2: Yes. <laughs> Do y'all feel like you know the Key and Pielski a skit where they do the anger like translator? Mm-hmm. Is Natasha like the doctor translator? Because why was she there? I still don't understand.
0: Yeah. Puya, give me uh, thoughts on the what's Natasha's role in all of this?
1: I I think she I don't know, because to me she seems like the, the middle person. Like Dr. Kashani's not the one talking to Angela. Everything gets funneled through. So when we talked about this last week. I was corrected that it's not, she's not a nurse there, but she's the one that calls in to be like, hey, make sure you've done this. Don't eat before the surgery and stuff. But then when she was here, I didn't know if this was because, okay, well, in case Angela's withholding information, Natasha has all of it so she can brief the doctor. It was, I was a little bit confused on her presence, but. Ultimately, it was needed. I thought it was very fun. Um, Also, I can immediately tell you based on the names, based on the matter, these are my Persian people right here. Dr. Kashani's Persian, and I loved every bit of this.
0: I'm a little confused about Natasha because I feel like that, at most doctor's office you know you go there and then everybody that's working for the doctor wear scrubs but Sasha that uh, we say Natasha here and this is almost like I'm like trying to like uh, go to a restaurant and maybe like Natasha is like seeing like uh, like if I'm on the list or something like that uh, I didn't really follow did she know 90 Day Fiance was coming in and she wanted to really like dress up
2: listen this is Beverly Hills baby like this is not a regular doctor's office mm-hmm. where as angela kept saying we're in hollywood we're in beverly hills so i think yeah especially plastic surgeons at least mm-hmm. the other reality shows that i've seen where they go to a plastic surgeon it's always yeah at least one person is dressed like this and it's i would say for this show and it's beverly hills right? i think it's a little bit of both
1: yeah Yeah, as um, someone who has been to a plastic surgeon's office, I can attest that the dress code is a lot looser than than other doctor Mm -hmm. experiences I've had. Um, but I do think the the flair of it comes from Beverly Hills, the center of, you know, the fashion center of the medical world, I guess. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm coining stuff now.
0: Is Angela independently wealthy or is this one of these things where she's 90 day fiance famous and then there are people in her DMs like, hey, I'll do your surgery.
1: Uh, I mean, it's possible. I, I have heard of cases. I've, I've heard of Twitch streamers getting, you know, hey, we'll we'll pay for your whole surgery. Just talk about us. So what? it's possible. But like what yeah, kind of surgery? Yeah, I, Um. So there was this one streamer in the UK who was supposed to get a he's bald. He was going to get a hair transplant from yeah. a Turkish company. And then it like didn't go through or something. I heard because this
0: there's nobody in my podcast DMs like, hey, you have a podcast. Uh, let's do your calf implants.
1: Are you in the market for calf and plastic? no, you like, can't you see you my no, no nobody's seen my legs in uh, what are you, year Johnny drama? Yeah, like yeah. the only <laughs> other time I've ever heard yeah. anyone want calf. I don't know.
0: I, I'm just trying to think of some uh, you know random <laughs> plastic surgery.
1: Yeah, Um so with Angela Rob, I personally have not seen her do the do the um, influencer thing of trying to get money. Yeah. So I don't think so. I think she's more independent wealthy now. Sasha, if you want to turn the history books and remind us where, I would love that because I can't remember where the money would come from, potentially.
2: Yeah, that's what I... I actually also wrote that, Puya in my notes. Like, how is Angela so wealthy? Because... Um, So I really do think that it has to be a little bit of 90 day fiance money plus um, being an influencer discount, at least. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you're bringing cameras in, you're doing all of this stuff because just the way doctor, the doctors were interacting. I can't imagine that um, they weren't like it wasn't part of a deal because, again, no, I can't imagine that a new like skin specialist doctor just shows up, you know, like. Right absolutely
1: not and like they wouldn't inter- I feel like the the interactions with Angela were way too more t- way more TV than I would expect a regular mm-hmm. interaction to go so I do think that there was something of the hey we're, we give you a little bit of exposure how about that do we get like the, like the discount is mm-hmm. that a thing we yeah I do think that's possible
0: Okay, uh, I think that probably for the doctor that it's a good thing to put out there. Not necessarily that they're going to draw up a lot of business from Ninety Day Fiance, but it's like uh, as seen on TLC's Ninety Day Fiance. Like I think, like oh, I'll go to him. They were uh, featured on uh, Ninety Day Fiance. That this must, this guy must be legit. I was patient. a little. Que- I was questioning it when I walked in, and uh, Natasha was, uh, you know, didn't seem like it was a doctor's office. But now I'm, I'm thinking like this whole thing's on a level, on 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
2: also looked up her Instagram, and yeah, she's like just like oh. any other influencer doing the flat tummy stuff. Who's doing and flat and, um,
0: tummy? Angela does mm-hmm. flat tum- tummy tea?
2: Yep, <laughs> uh, the gummies. Yeah, and. So yeah, it looks like she's. Oh, and Puya, how can we forget the cameo? <laughs> she's making about seventy five dollars, I think, Ugh. per video message. So, um, wow. and she looks like she's received five hundred and fifty six all star five star reviews. So, hey, you know, seventy five times five fifty six, whatever that. She's math hustling.
0: Is. Uh, yeah, this is spoilers <laughs> to go on her Instagram
1: to see how the surgery went. Go on her website. I beg you, Rob, uh, yes. Sasha, both of you, <laughs> AngelaDeemStore.com and tell me the first thing you see when that happens.
0: Ooh. Angela De- Deem's her last name? Yeah.
1: yeah D double okay. I see the background, which is
0: sort of like, uh, almost like a, I don't know what you would call it. It's almost like a, uh, like Obama 2008 uh, hope uh, type uh, <laughs> Angela
1: 2024 poster. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm looking at? And- Yes, yes, it's a very presidential. It says Angela 2024. Yeah, and then if you hit but the pose, shop, is kind of like the Mona Lisa with the thumbs
0: up. Girl, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, go to the um, shop. Go to the shop. Yeah, the, am I looking at the
1: uh, classiest uh,
0: Biatch tea?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I did not plan this, but. Um, This shirt is apt for what we're about to talk about next. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so uh,
0: if you go to the Angela (laughs) Deem store, you can uh, get a t-shirt which uh, features uh, facsimile uh, cleavage painted on and then basically a bunch of stuff uh, coming out the top of a bra, including a phone. Looks like uh, at least an iPhone 11 there for Angela. uh,
1: A lighter. Yeah.
0: Uh, some cash, and uh, Marlboro Reds.
1: <laughs> gotta have your Marlboro Reds. Yeah, That is a harsh cigarette. Can I talk about that for a second? That is a harsh smoke. So to have mm-hmm. four of those in the day before you went to the doctor and then hoping you don't the smell's not on you, that smell's on you. That is a harsh smoke. I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah. Alright. So, the doctor is working uh, with uh, Angela and talking about uh, things and then um, he notices uh, something. Uh, he notices uh, some contraband, Sasha, on Angela's person.
2: Why is his doctor so shady? Like I live to be him because he, you know, they're just here talking normal, and then he was like, "Yeah, maybe your boobs are heavier because of the pack of cigarettes in there." I actually like could not like the noise I let out when he said that because this man is just so you know like cut and dry like he's very much like this is what we need to do here's how your gastric thing is gonna happen here's this and then he's like yeah and maybe because of the cigarettes and then it's like Hermione's purse right things just keep coming out of there all the time like what enchantment have you done to this because things just keep she just keeps pulling things out like girl what why why
0: yeah how does she not take out the cigarettes before she goes to the
1: doctor's office? Like if your whole thing is I'm not supposed to smoke. I don't want them to know I smoke. I'm I hope they don't smell it on me. Why are you bringing it with you to celebrate with one outside after the consultation? Like just wait till you get back to your hotel. If you must, this is like, and you know, you're going somewhere where the surgery is going to be on your body. So if there's any prep or anything, they're going to ask you to derobe potentially Mm -hmm. this is a big mistake i don't i just (laughs) i do not understand it and the whole pack you couldn't just like take one with you the whole pack yeah i need the whole pack
0: yeah it's wild and i feel like that this is on television there's going to be potential complications Sasha. i'm surprised the doctor is going to continue to go through with this
2: exactly i literally was like and we're still doing the surgery is this fake because one i spoiler alert I guess but right we see her post confessionals the posed ones where they're sitting she looks visibly skinnier so it's Mm -hmm. something has happened if it's surgery or whatever so that's why I was like I know he did it but like then don't give us all the complications because mm-hmm. this makes makes you look reckless to me where I was like, do I want to go to this doctor who's like, I'm going to be loosey-goosey with the rules. Like, you know, He's the sorry you doctor. die. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you might die, but hey, at least you'll be skinny. Like, mm-hmm. what is crazy?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, this has been real hell for Angela that uh, there's two things she needs. She needs her Coke and she needs her
1: smokes. <laughs> what country album was this song from like i was like what are you talking about you know, why is this a thing why are you why are you like this i don't understand because angela wants this surgery yeah very clearly for herself which hey get yours if you i'm i'm a firm believer if you want work done and it's for you it's for you to feel better about yourself do it but then play by the rules it's for your own health. You have you've promised your husband that this is going to be a clean cut surgery, no problems. But then you are causing those complications. You are saying you don't want anything bad to happen to you so you can be there for your grandkids and for your husband. Then don't be doing your coke and smokes. Like Save the cokes and the smokes. For later, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: only the best to damn the rest. Like, she was really trying it with the one-liners today. Why
1: was it rhyming? And and why does she laugh after she says everything? <laughs> why? And, like, it's this, like, cackle. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable.
2: I have to rewind and watch because she says, she says her line very quick and then is quick to laugh. So I was like, no, but I don't know ah. what you said. Like, I... <laughs>
0: oh, my God! <laughs> That scared me. Sorry, <laughs>
2: that was really funny. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I have to like go back because I was like, "No, why are you laughing?" I didn't process what you just said already. Mm-hmm. So she, but this is like the charm. So I can't even be mad. But she's she's doing the most.
0: Okay, the doctor's saying like, oh, "Hey, you're gonna have this surgery and you're gonna lose a lot of weight." But what about the skin? What about the skin? Push. He hadn't even thought about this. Mind is blown going to tighten up the skin.
1: Yeah, uh, in order I mean, makes sense, right? If you if you're having a surgery, your skin is holding more po- pre-surgery, yeah. post-surgery, that's gone. The skin's not going anywhere. So, you have to do that and I think this is when she realizes, "Oh, there has to be a second procedure and a second doctor involved because Dr. Kashani doesn't do the skin, not his MO." Okay.
0: All right, so we're bringing in our, uh, our skin guy, our uh, second plastic surgeon, who is going to uh, focus on you know, uh, doing some of the uh, touch-up work after the hopeful, successful gastric bypass. Uh, here comes our second doctor, and uh, I, I know his first name is Michael. I don't have his uh, last name. Oh, bang. Okay. Yeah. Oh, bang. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Angela is uh, very uh, smitten by uh, our doctor, Dr. Michael.
2: Oh, my, why did they do that to her and us? Like, I loved it because when he walks in, I was like, oh, interesting. Sure. And then he starts speaking and she's like, where are you from? First of all, Angela, don't ask people where you're from. Like that's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he and he's like, I'm Ghana. I'm from Ghana. Like he's Ghanaian. Like producers, good job. You know, pay that producer extra who did. (laughs) Do you think
0: that they produced this? I mean, how did they find a plastic surgeon from Ghana if they were going? I I mean, I feel like this has to be a coincidence.
2: I'm Mm. sure. It's a coincidence, but like to me it's a happy
0: coincidence yeah, yeah, exactly. everybody was happy everybody, except for yeah. dr <laughs> Michael, yeah,
1: poor dr michael, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it
2: doesn't seem like this is he this is not the first time he's been hit on as he tells us later like he he knows how to skirt all of this,
0: yeah, look at dr Michael because uh yeah he uh was very professional about the whole the whole thing, and Angela was
1: uh super inappropriate, Pooja. Oh, yeah. This is by far, seriously, one of the most uncomfortable moments I've had watching this show. Because, as well, to give you a bit of backstory, Rob, Angela has gone off on Michael for just walking into a room and sitting with two women who are, like, friends of friends. She's had problems with that. But then she'll do this stuff. And you're in a doctor's office. Right. We've all been to the doctor's office. It's not, you know what's going to happen some of these times. Like, Okay, we got to do the checkup. Okay, do the checkup. I know you don't, I know that you're doing your job. I'm here to, you know, I need these results. So we'll do, do, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, compliment me. No, what do you mean compliment? (laughs) Like, he is not here to give you, like, Verbal confidence like that is not what's going on and there's cameras and she's used to this attention. I don't think he's used to this kind of like a camera in his doctor's office to begin with. It's just so bad. So and and all I could think of is this is so immature. I cannot believe you are going through like this. I cannot believe this is a thing that I am watching. Why is this <laughs> happening? Like, why? Why? How have you not had? To? Okay, I got. I gotta stop myself. Oh my god!
2: I just—it it was wild, and not even—it's Angela is so jealous where. Michael even looked at their like to get co ed bachelor, bachelorette party. Michael literally just happened to sit and look at a stripper who you, they were in a club. Like it, they were in a club, like someone was dancing. I, I don't even know if it was a stripper, but someone on stage was dancing. And Angela left the club, like literally yeah. dragged him and said, mm-hmm. We out. I'm not getting married. And then look at you. Look, look at you. Like in, mm-hmm. and just. I, and and she's literally. I couldn't believe she said he's gonna medic fondle me medically. Yeah, like girl, mm-hmm. girl.
1: That, that is not the medical term for. That's for not right. It's a, no, it's it's an examination beginning mm-hmm. pause ending pause like the chapter close all of it. Yeah, I mean the the verbiage was not great. I. My favorite part of this scene was Natasha, the uh, the medical liaison being there and kind of just side-eyeing this mm-hmm. whole thing. You could tell she had not met Angela in person and only knew her over the phone and was over <laughs> her completely, which I did appreciate very much. I did like that. Why? So this is where I got confused, right? Because we saw her in the beginning with Dr. Kashani. Then we saw her again here. So that makes me confused. I'm sure someone out there will know what this job description is, but I... Like, why are you here again with this doctor now this or are they from the same like practice i got the sense
0: of i mean i think that it's uh part of the same like a uh, process where i feel like mm-hmm. that the first doctor you know he does like the gastric sleeve and then i feel like that probably you know people are losing 100 150 pounds they probably often need uh this uh s- these secondary procedures so it makes right. sense that they might be in the same practice
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it definitely seemed like that that they were together, like in the same practice at least. And there, any Dr. Michael's just as shady, like as Dr. K, which I loved because he said, "No, don't worry, I won't. I won't remember your boobs. Like it's okay, I won't
1: remember." Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, that was funny.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Um <laughs> I'm. Not, I really was surprised though that uh Dr. Michael didn't like stand up as opposed, like, okay, oh look. We're on TV. I I can't do this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a professional here. I'm I'm getting nothing out of this.
1: Well, that's the hard part, right? Because I feel like for him, even if all of that's running through his head, he wants it. He has to come off like he's a patient man. He'll deal with any any patient. He's not he's not going to like, like boo you or move you out at all. He rolls with the punches. But at what cost? Dr. Mm-hmm. Michael, like you, you had to deal with so much. I'm sorry on behalf of 90 day viewers that you had to go through this because uh, um, I was about to say, not all of them are like this, but the viewers aren't like this. Maybe the people on the show are the rest of us are fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, we just watch and drag them. But <laughs>
1: exactly. Professionally, of course. If I heard correctly,
0: uh, Dr. Michael is also proposing that he uh, thinks that Angela should have a breast reduction done now we heard angela last week tell her michael she's not gonna do anything to her boobs she's not gonna do anything to her but this does seem like this is going to be potentially another uh, cause of friction between her and her husband michael
2: yeah don't touch his boo
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm I foresee this to be a big problem because honestly, Michael has been someone who clearly has been against this surgery. Even they have a phone call at one point and he says, well, you don't have to do the surgery still. We can still be happy together. So for her to drop this shoe on him, I think this is where he'll be upset, but let's be honest. It's not going to change anything. Angela will never, never, never take it into consideration. whether he's happy or sad about it if she wants it done she'll do it and i think given that she has now found out that aesthetically it will help what she is picturing for the final product she's going to do it because i think that's the thing is that she's got this vision of what she wants but she thought that first surgery was it that was the one and all but it's very clear there's a couple more steps here to get that that final product and i think she's Mm going to go through with all of them
0: Okay, Uh, she's got to tell the family. She's got to tell Michael. So Sasha, it looks like uh, that's going to be some more uh, drama. Do we think that she has the surgery next time? Or do you think that this is we're going to play this out over like nine weeks before she even uh, goes under the knife?
2: A little bit longer. I don't know if the whole nine weeks. I think the post-op will be... um, Because we got a few... uh, I don't even want to say it. But we got a few things of her in that Mm bathtub. Right? Like, I think last week of like coming up on this season like her and Michael so I'm assuming we're gonna like this might be halfway point or something yeah.
1: that
2: the surgery happens.
1: Okay. Um, The last season Rob we had someone by the name of Larissa that you've not oh, met yet. Yeah. She had a uh, surgery done and it kind of worked the same way where the first it was like in the first half and then the second half there were a couple episodes of what her surgery recovering. did she have? Oh she had a bunch Um. Well, she's had a bunch since too. So yes. I've lost but it was a lot of um uh in her words, make butt more biggie. Um I think the, make were the boobs butt butt more biggy.
2: Yeah, the boob yeah.
1: Yeah, the boobs were made biggie. The butt was made biggie. Um and I think there was a little bit of like, was there lipo? I'm not sure. And like, she had her lips done
2: things. again. She did um, get her lips well. done. Lip yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she did a bunch. And then uh, she was with this guy, Eric, e, and then Eric, he took care of her. Like, that was part of the story. So I don't know who would take care his of. His name is Eric? No, his name's Eric. She calls him Eric. E. Oh, yeah. just
2: like Colty. Colty yeah. and mm-hmm. Eric. E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was also my question for y'all. Like, who do we think is taking care of Angela? Is it Natasha? Because God oh, save her. My God.
0: I don't yeah. think that's part of her job role. I, I don't think she's a caretaker.
1: <laughs> well, because the surgery is going to be in LA. She didn't yes. come to LA with anybody but herself. And there's no way she's going to be able to take care of herself. Like, so I had what's her, I had um, a procedure done when I was in the 11th, 12th grade called the gynecomastia, which was, um, it's, it's a condition where it's an enlargement in men's breasts. Mm-hmm. So I had it reduced um, because weight loss did not help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got it reduced. And let me tell you, I was like gone for like three, four days. I couldn't move. My parents had to be like at my side the whole time. And if they're stitching, you have to keep going back and forth to get dressing reapplied and all that. It's it's a whole mess. So she has to have someone with her to help. That She has to or she's just staying with them either which way like something's going to oh, give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she just might because I ended up staying with the facility for overnight and then I just went home but then like every two days we have to go back and forth to get stuff done Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah. okay so it might be she's staying yeah it might be impatient because that would make a lot of again that makes sense for why Natasha's there Mm because is she assigned to Angela Mm -hmm.
1: right oh my god They're not paying her enough. I I bet somebody (laughs) else.
0: I bet somebody else. Again, I I go back to like uh, uh, no scrubs uh, and no caretaking.
1: Yeah, she might, it might be beyond her. Well, whoever is supposed to take care of her, they're not paying that person Mm -hmm. enough either. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. Just make sure they have no likeness to her, to Angela's Michael. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, We'll, uh, you know, check back in with Angela and Michael uh, in the future. Um, could we go back to another Michael? Uh, Can we talk Mike and Natalie here for a minute? Because that we got like, okay, it's lovey-dovey Mike and Natalie. And then all of a sudden, I don't even understand what happened. Like the needle, like off the record at one point, And all of a sudden, that oh, wait, like uh, unmasked. Oh, no, it's it's the real Mike and Natalie. <laughs> Sasha, uh, first off, they, where did you stand at the end of uh, Ninety Day Fiance proper with these two?
2: Right, I couldn't believe one they were still together. I was like, it, it, "This is for clout, right? Like, I can't clout or green card, whatever, because they are not in love.
0: Plastic surgeries, yeah.
2: Plastic surgery, yeah. Because oh, Natalie also yeah said she would like that, so to me, I, they're together for every other reason but love, rather, I should say. And then you're showing me that they're on a whole nother show about it. And like you, I think y'all said it about la- on last week's episode where you're talking about, did they get like brain transplants? Because who are these two, right? Like, why are they so nice? Yeah, why which of the so- two
0: doctors does the brain transplants?
2: Thank you. Maybe together they mm-hmm. combine their powers like the Avengers, but um, they really like come um, who are these two, right? And then you're as you said, Rob, they they showed their whole ass again. Um <laughs> like we're back.
0: We back. We yeah. back. Okay. So but yeah, they're still in Seattle for some reason, right?
1: Yep, yep. They're still at that vacation that they're taking. Now it's Mike's birthday. Let me just it took them. They gave us one episode of them being happy. Mm-hmm. It really and like that's honestly makes sense in like 16 to 20 episodes that we've seen of them. They squeezed one good episode out of them that they we didn't have any issues with them. And now we're back here. But yeah, it's Mike's birthday, Rob. Did you know Mike's turning 36?
0: Okay. Happy birthday to Mike. And so uh, they got sushi from uh, Mike's favorite place. And so they're having a, a nice time. And also there's some talk about Mike's mom is coming and it's—I guess it must be November because there's a lot of talk about Thanksgiving. Are they—are they planning to go to visit Mike's mom for Thanksgiving, or is Mike's mom coming for Thanksgiving?
2: Oh, they're going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's where their mom. Well, who lives in
0: Reno? Where? What is Reno coming up? He used to live. I think it's a former. Like he used to live in Reno back in yeah. the day. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. He's going on and on and on about uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Then to paraphrase uh, my wife as uh, he was going on and on and on about Thanksgiving. Uh, The the first lady podcasting uh, wondered if uh, Mike was becoming aroused as he was uh, discussing all the Thanksgiving foods.
2: Yes, he has more passion.
0: I'm paraphrasing what she said. Yeah,
1: he needed a minute. He (laughs) needed a minute. Yeah. yeah, let's. Say, he spoke more lovingly about this twenty-two pound turkey than he has done about Natalia ever, or <laughs> Natalie's rather. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we knew who you were talking about. Um, and
0: so, well, this. I don't even know what happened. Like Natalie is talking about, you know, they're being bored, uh, and then. They're going to meet some of his, fr- his friends, and, and Mike says, hey, uh, could you be a little nice uh, when we meet my friends? And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you're a little aggressive with people, and no lies detected, right? No.
2: No. no. She doesn't <laughs> play
0: well with others, Natalie. Is that fair to say? Yes.
1: More than fair. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. And she says well then maybe people shouldn't send naked photos to mike and another
2: at- boob conversation we yeah
0: like it. yeah well maybe is mike an amateur plastic surgeon and maybe women are like uh mike what do you think is my skin loose not this mike
1: Mm -hmm. can barely role play as a plastic surgeon let alone be a whole one himself yeah so this to me just felt like i'm gonna throw a grenade It was like oh he's calling me harsh well what about those boob photos in 86 like it's just a random thing she's throwing out we have just heard about reno for the first time i don't recall ever knowing that he has a past in reno until this like three second conversation over boxed sushi um
0: where what? did this come from? Where is this? Where is this? Who's this woman? Does did this, did this happen in between the seasons, Sasha? No,
2: it definitely... Because she apologizes right after. So I really am feeling like this is like a Mike spoke too much. Like, oh, I'm friends with this person. But back in the day, we used to text and send special messages to each other this is like a jovi used
0: to date a stripper story yeah that's what i'm feeling
2: that's what i see it as because she immediately apologized and i don't think if this was something like during their relationship even if they were on a break like during that time she wouldn't apologize i think she doubled down on it Mm. but the fact that she just kind of said it to me seems yeah. to
0: like that but yeah, that then Mike is like all right you know what I'm not doing this uh that they, they they empowered Mike too much but they let him turn the cameras off last season because he's like you know what I'm out okay I'm, I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving I'm not doing I'm not doing this um I'm I'm, I'm going home
1: yeah, between him and Andrew during the last uh, reunion, there, there's really these these men who think ah, I'm, I'm done. Shut what it down. The hell you're not. Get back here and give me the drama I paid for. Like yeah. this is what I'm here for. Yeah, I um. You imagine if I, I like love walked
0: that. off the podcast and like, all right, you know what? Well, that's it. I'm I'm leaving. I'm, I'm gonna just log out of the Zoom. It's like, I didn't like right, that. Rob. I didn't like
1: that last joke. <laughs> 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 that would be rash. I feel mm-hmm. like just a little rash. Um so I love that they're in this nice place. They're clearly they're paying out the wazoo for this, you know, not resort but hotel that they're staying at. And then when Mike packs his stuff, he brought down a bag and two plastic bags worth of yep. stuff. It's like, "Where's the suitcase? Why plastic bag what's in this? What what did you pack? Are you did, this, did you pack light?" But then obviously you're going somewhere now. I don't know, but I I felt like her reaction was harsh. I felt like his reception was harsh, and he's acting way too big. But then also, am I surprised because these two have built a relationship on a house of lies? Like they they don't like each other. Why are they here? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and we and they keep getting called back. This is why I get I think more irritated because. First of all, I'm not dumb. I'm not a dumb viewer. So like, how y'all going to try to play me last time with the like, oh, Mike's credit card didn't work. Um, It's called Venmo. Venmo, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. So you can stay in a hotel. No, but you had to, 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 to drive back. And now you're doing this again. How's Natalie going to get home? Huh? If you leave, you liar. So this is where I'm like, don't insult my intelligence. You know, like, Mike, you're not going nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. you're not.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, it was like such a like drive by Mike and Natalie story of like, <laughs> OK, we got sushis, Mike's birthday. And uh, hey, how about nude those nude photos? All right. Like um, I had just like I uh, was whiplashed.
1: <laughs> I so my theory is, well, first of all, I can very much tell that when we as a audience dislike a couple heavily, that couple ends up on retainer at TLC. Mm -hmm. So what we need to do is we need to stop tweeting about them, maybe, but we can't help ourselves. We're always going to complain. We roast them because we love the show. That's really what it is. But the only happiness that this brings me, Rob and Sasha, is that by the looks of the next time on, we're not going to see the two of them, which makes me believe that really this was a cast of six and they threw them in to make it a cast of seven. But really, they're going to be like spat in like here and there and that's it because where do we go from here they're going to fight a little bit more and then what happens like I don't see them having much of a story so I feel like it's really a cast of six with half Mike and Natalie half Jovi and Yara mm-hmm. I think that's where we're headed
0: okay we'll see because uh this was just so w- random uh and really and like no backstory even uh i mean just, like the sarah thing from the wedding at least we got sort of some context yeah. this is uh like i really we don't know if this was recently or this was like anecdotally or uh any sort of backstory on this
2: can you imagine fighting with natasha like i mean natalie what <laughs> not natasha <laughs> yeah nah- <laughs> Natalie like my husband always like gets mad at me because he's like you remember everything like why do you forget nothing like it's it's kind of frustrating to argue with you but like then I showed him this and I was like look she doesn't forget anything like so to me it's just that it's futile they're always gonna argue and like I don't know where it's gonna go because they I don't think they care like if someone left you at the altar and you went back to them that that tells me everything about this relationship I need to know.
0: We'll be right back with Puya and Sasha to talk more 90 Day Fiance. But first, let me thank a sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at BetterHelp Online Counseling. If you're having trouble meeting your goals or your difficulty with relationships, like so many of these couples that we're talking about here on 90 Day Fiance, trouble sleeping, feeling uh, stressed or depressed, uh, check, check and check. BetterHelp is available. BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is secure. Online professional counseling. BetterHelp counselors have a broad range of expertise which may not be available in your area and their service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send unlimited messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and everything you share is confidential. You won't have to sit in an awkward waiting room. Again, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so it's easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Robinson podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash RHAP. Visit betterhelp.com slash RHAP to join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. Let's get back to talking about 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. Can we talk about Elizabeth and Andre? Well, let's, if this was must. wild this was a, a whole wild thing and we didn't even get that much Andre until later on uh, it was yeah. really just like we saw like a, a family meeting of uh, everybody was <laughs> going to go talk about Andre being involved in the family business Of uh, Chuck was going to bring the whole the whole group together
1: I'm so excited because Rob last week yeah. you came on this podcast and you were like Andre sucks Mm-hmm. And I said, Rob, the family could suck, too. Um, so I'm, I'm really keen to hear all you have to think about about this big meeting that they had to talk about Andre's induction without Andre.
0: Yeah. So overall, I loved all of this. And look, uh, Andre does suck. Andre is like if if this was my family like I think I would be pissed if like uh, my sister married Andre and then he was like asking like my dad had a business and he's asking my dad for all this money and but also the family sucks too uh that uh, especially Charlie Charlie is a just total douche
2: Welcome. major a hole Welcome yes, yes. yeah <laughs> When I heard y'all last week, Rob, I was like yelling. I was like, "No, Rob, you just don't know. You just you I don't wait, know, Rob." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad this happened already. When I'm on, that's all.
0: Yeah. So you get the whole the whole family meeting, Sasha. What's your take on uh, the whole uh, Chuck family?
2: Useless, right? Like just a bunch of useless fools because. For- First of all, I did, because I don't like them, I did some research and yeah, they all got mugshots except Libby, it looks like. They all have gone to, you know, have mugshots for different reasons. Even, um, amazing Charlie has had gone has two mug shots for different
0: reasons
2: yeah. so so, anyway i'm not trying to drag
0: well do you but- have any backstory on that because i i saw a picture on the 90 day fiance subreddit and i thought it was like oh this is like a meme like this is like a mock-up like uh when you watch the sopranos that they show all the different characters like having a mug shot like in posters <laughs> and stuff like that but they really have committed uh or at least been arrested for a I'll lot like, of crimes
2: yeah from what I see, at least, yeah, it looks like Chuck, the dad, was, you know, in trouble for um, chi- missed child support payments. Mm. Then the oldest sister, Becky, what ha- was driving at, at the time of her arrest with a canceled or suspended license okay. with knowledge. Um, she also, again, maybe went to um, the Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, because if you look up her mugshot versus what she looks like now.
0: No everyone. loose skin.
2: No lose anything like she lost every time. Yes. Um, and then Charles, a.k.a. Charlie, uh, you know, the crown jewel of the family was booked in 2005 for a DUI. Uh, in addition to driving with her revoked license, blah, blah, blah. And then the next year was also charged with position uh, possession of coke.
0: So, you know, Coke and smokes. Yep, Coke and
2: smokes that Angela, we found your perfect match. Uh, And then (laughs) and then Jen, who I think looks the best in her mugshot, I will say, uh, you know. Yeah, just so happy uh, was driving with just a revoked suspended license. Mm -hmm. And that's this family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This family hates the DMV, is what I have learned. They're just yes. not renewing these licenses at all.
2: They hate everything. Listen, <laughs> no handouts, okay? Like a, a driver's license is a handout. I just walk in and I get it. And I don't need that. Okay. I'm gonna work hard to get my license.
0: hmm Yeah. Did uh Chuck, you know, built his driving resume from the ground up. We gave him anything. <laughs>
2: Charlie gives me very like Kylie self made billionaire energy <laughs> because, like, stop, like, just stop. You grew up I, again. I, hey, I he started
0: at, on the bottom, okay. He had to work his way into this family,
2: okay, Drake. Like, no, nah, get out of here, you know, like, come on, bro, because he's over here saying all this, and not like you grew up, you know, in the same town, you have the same contacts, your daddy is doing all this stuff for you, like. Charlie not today like I I ain't buying what you're selling
0: mm-hmm. at, at all yeah yeah, uh, it was a big uh family like meeting slash uh look like also like kind of like a wine and cheese party
1: it was a fun meeting yeah this meeting oscillated between professional meeting and just the family gathered around the kitchen island on a Tuesday night like yeah and and There were moments where they decided, oh, we, I am upset. This is a business meeting. And oh, we're all family. Let's hug. Like they didn't, they couldn't find a balance Mm -hmm. here at all. Yeah. Good spread for a meeting, I
0: would argue. Do you think yeah. it was the right call from Chuck to serve wine at the meeting? On the one hand, it's like, eh, maybe let me uh, like lubricate this thing a little bit, like uh, get it a little loose of uh, not loose skin, uh, but just like uh, everybody's having fun. Like, hey, Andre. Uh, yeah, he's a, like he's kooky, but uh, it'll be great. Uh, but it sort of turned into a little bit like uh, angry drunks.
1: Yeah, I think that everyone convinces themselves a little bit of liquid courage will help me push the topic and will help other people be more receptive but then you think about the Moldovan wedding fiasco of mm-hmm. 2020 and how or 2019 and and the fact that you know people like char charlie cannot handle this at yeah. all they can't and and by the way it's very obvious TLC is going to play that clip forever. Yeah, it's one of their favorite things that's ever happened. Is Charlie busting the speech at the uh, wedding?
0: Charlie at the wedding, Sasha. That he looks like that he is about to fall over. He is like <laughs> so hammered and like just like slurring his words. Like don't you ever ask my father for anything? You come to this country, you ask him for money, and you're not gonna do it
2: raw that was
0: perfect <laughs> <laughs> i've seen it like five times in two episodes
2: you know um i don't know if any of y'all have ever seen dolls but as a barbie enthusiast they would give you the stand to hold your yeah. doll yeah, right and it's almost yeah like something goes around the waist to me that's what this man probably mm-hmm. had someone was holding him up because i refuse to believe that he was just standing upright and just could fight right? He was like trying to fight Andre, and he's drunk again, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, tonight or last night, he was drunk again. Like, <sighs> come on, it, it, you have a problem, maybe? Yeah, Charlie yeah.
0: might have a problem. Yeah. Um, so, wait, how do you think Elizabeth uh, did in representing Andre at this meeting?
1: Elizabeth did decent and not standing for for him getting dragged through the mud while he's not there. But it's very interesting because I feel like Elizabeth Libby like has this tendency of towing the line of one day she's team Andre. The next day, Andre doesn't do enough the next day team Andre. So she also keeps like battling her own demons about him uh, completely. Mm -hmm. But I, I, and even it's evident when she talks to him later, but I think that her thing is she just wants, she likes that, Andre is willing to take the job. I think she she agreed with the family of hundred K was in like ridiculous. That is not that wasn't a good look at all, but he wants to work with us and I want him to work. And my favorite thing with this family. Sorry, I said favorite. The most irritating thing about this family is that everyone but Chuck acts like they've built it from the ground up and it's our money. No, it's dad's money that's funneling into your pockets. Get the terminology right, Charlie. Mm hmm
2: self-made like I'm telling you it drives me nuts and his stupid confessional about like uh, you came over from a communist poor communist country like how do you not drop this person like I I don't know how that's not happened yet mm-hmm. it's ridiculous you
0: think Charlie is not super well informed
2: Th- that's a nice yes, kind way of putting it yeah, Thank
0: surprising you, huh <laughs> uh, he went <laughs> Uh, with the uh, F Andre that came, that came up
1: yeah and, and my favorite part of this well obviously Libby rightfully gets outraged but my favorite part is Libby was outraged this is a business meeting we do not <laughs> say things like this in a business meeting like ma'am there are crackers on the table like this <laughs> is not a business yeah. meeting
0: anymore yeah, there is not one person here who is not related to you <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Except <laughs> the producers. This, this Maybe is Daddy it's also pays Thanksgiving,
0: them. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> and
2: can we talk about how Libby i never seen her drag um people like this, but when Chuck was talking, like making fun of Andre's accent oh. and he was she was you know, he's trying to say like, oh, and he asked me, I, I, I'm i not going to yeah, do it because yeah. I can't. But in the Russian accent, right, like asking me for money, Libby jumps in so quick. Now, what we're not going to do is mock my husband's accent. To, and then I've never seen Chuck like the hands over his mouth, like just being so embarrassed. Like mm-hmm. I, I that was a great moment. That was like point one for like one point. Sorry for Libby and Andre, yes. like team yeah. Libby and Andre.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Yeah. So Charlie, he definitely feels like that Andre is trying to take advantage. Dad doesn't want him in there. Uh, I feel like, though, that uh, Libby was probably not right when she thinks Puya that it is a concern that uh, Charlie and the other siblings think that Andre is going to be so good that then he's going to make them look bad with just like, uh, you know, how big of a, like mover and a shaker and a rainmaker that Andre ultimately turns out to be.
1: Yeah. So it's, that's the funny thing to me is that as a family, they don't rate him. They don't think he's capable of anything. They think he's a deadbeat. Who's trying to live off of them. Yes. But then when he's like, listen, I'm going to pull myself up on my bootstraps and, and come into the trenches with you. Like, no, no, you can't do this. So, Is it them being threatened by him? I don't think so. I think it's their big egos um, not wanting him to get a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those things where you can talk a big game of how hard your business is. And then once someone comes to take a peek in like, oh, because here's what I think happens. Right. This is the business meeting. They played Scrabble an hour later. Like this is their goofing off, essentially, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. I don't think this is as hard of a business as they're making it seem. And I don't think they want Andre in it to see how it is. Because then if uh, then that's going to cause more problems in the, fr- in, the, in the family where Andre comes in and says, this is nothing. And then it's a whole problem. Because everyone is so proud of what they, they do, their precious little jobs, that they do not want Andre to talk smack to them. Mm-hmm. Because then there's going to be more fire yeah. to deal with.
0: Sasha, can I ask a question about sort of the w- way that the business is structured? That are there only the siblings that work for the business, or do any of the siblings also have their significant others also working for the company? <laughs>
2: yeah, it looks like even the significant others work because Charlie's wife, right, was very much giving the like big care and energy Mm -hmm. with like, we don't want him to come in either. We don't want him to control us. So it's either that they're just living off of their partner's money. But to me, it looks like the significant others like the in-laws are part of it and are playing it. But I, I big agree with Puya that it's very much that they just don't want to be exposed that they're doing the bare minimum and, you know, not doing anything. So I think in-laws are definitely part of the pie, or at least again, I don't know how much work they're doing, but I think mm-hmm. they're getting the money.
0: And does Elizabeth work for the company? Yes. Okay. Well, what's her job? I Unclear. don't
2: think we know what anyone is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's very unclear. I believe Elizabeth was like a realtor for them. Hmm. I think yeah, that right? she was on the real estate side of things. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of the um the Chuck LLC is what I'm going to call it. Um, they they've been under allegations this mm-hmm. last year for for scamming renters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, not great. Not a great look. Yeah. So again, the last I thing you it. wanted, not Chuck. <laughs> He wouldn't. Right. Either. Doesn't he seem like he's a legitimate, legitimate businessman? Yeah. Seems pretty legitimate. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Imagine that guy was your landlord. Like, uh, you know, like uh, when this guy, when Chuck shows up, like, OK, this is not such a hot deal we're getting.
1: No. <laughs> if if Chuck pulls up and says, let me show you the apartment, I'm just going to turn around and walk away. And then I Charlie better, shows
0: I, up and is like, hey, what's going on? Where's the rent?
2: Yeah, Charlie's okay.
1: very much the muscle. Mm-hmm. Hot Which head. is saying something. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> this is my question for each of you. If you had to pick a landlord, are you picking Chuck or are you picking Charlie? And you have to pick. Mm. You have to.
0: Chuck or Charlie? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I've had some really, like, uh, interesting landlords nice. over my many years of renting. Um... I think I probably go with Chuck. Chuck looks like that he probably at least like uh, could fix something where I do not trust Charlie being able to fix anything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I think Chuck like is reasonable that if I speak with him, maybe he'll listen. Whereas with Charlie, I feel like I would have to buy a few deadbolts mm-hmm. um, on my door.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was the correct answer. You both mm-hmm. got it right.
2: so
0: chuck is going to try to settle the grievances that's it all right charlie go give your sister a hug go do that now oh if we
1: it was like an episode of full house yeah it's like where's danny tanner is joey gonna cut the tension with a beaver impression like what's going on (laughs) where is he at no i mean this is the this is the business meeting right the business meeting all business meetings end with a hug and a, I love you at the end. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes, and it all have, escalates outside, of course, because mm-hmm. Libby like stormed out. Becky went and helped her, and then everyone else came out. But here's the thing: so Aunt Becky, <laughs> not sadly oh. not. Okay, yeah, they're almost, almost. We're getting close. It's mm-hmm. very close. She's um, also in, in trouble. Yeah, just get that's her money shot yeah. up there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <in. laughs> a little bit more than a suspended license, but we move. We move. <laughs> so. Charlie is taken outside to apologize and he starts apologizing and says, I'm sorry, but, and they say, no, you cannot do that. That is not a thing you can do. And then he kind of rescinds it and says, okay, then I'm not going to do that. And Mm -hmm. it all has to basically the ceasefire comes from what Rob just mentioned. Chuck says, okay, stop it. Hug, make up, tell your sister you love her. Great stuff. Great stuff. If this was 1998 (laughs) in San Francisco,
2: <laughs> oh my God. I just never seen Chuck like stand up for anything in, like, at least on this show. So I was surprised. I literally wrote, Where was this energy at mm-hmm. the wedding or ever? Because. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's maybe embarrassed of what he saw himself on TV. So now he's like, nah, I got to be the patriarch. Like, I got to be the head of the household. Like, they can't punk me like this again. Uh, I wasn't sure because this is not, again, the energy I've gotten from him. He's usually the wallflower that will try to speak and get like dunked on.
0: Mm-hmm. So Elizabeth is going to come home and tells Andre how it went. And. She says, uh, you know, dad uh, tried to talk to everybody, but they were so pissed. And Andre is basically, uh, you see, this is what I uh, I told you this was going to happen. Like, well, yeah, we all knew this was going to happen. Uh, you know, uh, he shouldn't have said anything to the siblings. Uh, I, I, he should have just had me working in the business secretly. Not letting anybody yeah. else know about it
1: neither andre nor the rest of the family scream subtle to me Mm -hmm. so there's no world where a secret arrangement was ever gonna work out at all um i love that chuck runs the business but then he had to like alert the five heads of the business Mm -hmm. of what's going on and none of them like him so of course there was only one outcome here really yeah ultimately the intrigue here for me is that there's going to be a sit down with Char- uh, Charlie and Andre. That's what I'm here for. Yes, yes. That's going to be the big mess that I'm looking forward to yeah. this season.
0: Andre box. He's not He's not going to talk to Charlie, Sasha. He doesn't want anything to do with him.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, are we surprised that Andre is fitting right in with the shady family? Just saying like, just, yeah. just do it. You know, hang out just to know. Cause this is how, you know, how unchecked probably their finances are because If Andre thinks, you know, he has like the gall to be like a whole $10,000 from the business, right? Is about to go missing and no one will know. Or it doesn't matter if they know, like there's no checks and balances. What's going on? It's just there. It's so shady, shady, shady.
0: Yeah. Now, as bad as the family is, uh, Chuck LLC, that I do feel like that Andre has got to, you know, He's the one asking like he has no leverage in this situation that if Chuck says, all right, meet with Charlie, he's got to go meet with Charlie.
1: Yeah, no, the thing to note about Andre is that this we literally just described a family of evil people. Yeah and and somehow Andre will still get no sympathy from any of us because exactly Andre is the guy who will always act like he has a full set hand of cards mm-hmm. when he has nothing going for him. He's got nothing, yeah. nothing, but he acts like it. And I know that confidence is key. And I know they say, you know, behave and give the energy off that you want to get this job like be confident until you make it andre exactly um at some degree you got to also be humble and he doesn't have that at all like if you're humbly asking for a job you can't be like so i would like a job here but also here are my demands like that is not Mm -hmm. a thing you ask for the job you get the job that's it sasha and andre
0: still clinging to see this is why i just want the hundred thousand dollars so i could start my own business so i don't have to deal with these people
2: No, Andre's just mad that he can't be manager, you know, day one. Like, he's like, what? I have Mm -hmm. to work? And this is also why I feel like Libby, the same energy she has for her sibling she needs to have for Andre because he has gone unchecked for so long like in Moldova the way he treated her the way you know this like I'm the man head of household type of BS that he was trying to pull Um, she needs to check him too or like someone needs to check this man because again (laughs) if you're I'm trying to help you. I'm getting dogged, you know, by my family over you. And then you're telling me, Oh, don't start crying now. I don't have time for this. Like it'd be a wrap. I'd be like, pack your bags, go home, have a good life. Like this ain't it.
0: All right. That's Elizabeth and Andre. Uh, put anything else on, uh, Andre.
1: Uh, Not that everyone else hasn't already mentioned, both on panel and in show. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a very, very explosive family. Big uh, drama energy. They really want to be the next Kardashians. Um, They really try very hard. And we're gonna see more of them throughout the season. We, cause we've seen in the coming up this season on the ninety day, we've seen them on a cruise, we've on a boat, we've seen them in an RV. Every mode of transportation you can think of, this family's gonna fight in. So I'm excited to see where we go from here starting next week when the confrontation with Charlie happens. Okay. Um
0: Let's go back to a uh, one of our returning favorites. Uh, Brandon and Julia went to Vegas. Um, kind of a, a tame uh, Vegas trip, Puya.
1: Yeah, the, it's again. It was and is anyone shocked that out of all this mess, they are the one couple that seems the most normal? But also, how are you going to have the tamest couple? And, and Vegas being the same sentence. Like nothing I,
0: happened. I I thought, no. like oh, OK, oh, this is going to be good. Brandon and Julia going to Vegas. But they just went there and it was like they went to dinner and then went home.
1: Yeah, they went to dinner twice. They ordered drinks once. And there was one big thing to come out of this. And that is the interview is uh, they got word on their green card interview that's happening.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Sasha, were you excited to see Brandon and Julia come back for this round of 90 Day Fiance?
2: so i if you asked me before the reunion i would have said yes and then after the reunion i was like oh like i actually dislike them a lot like and not (laughs) in like the fun dislike like this is just like a weird couple and i'm not into it and i think a bunch of people already said this right like who thought who would have thought julia is the actual villain because If you hear how she talks about the waitress and all this stuff, I was like, she's she's crazy. Like, don't like how about you blame your man for looking instead of the waitress for just doing her job. So I thought we were going to get some drama from that, like Julia being jealous and like this. But I think Brandon don't do nothing. So there isn't much for her to get mad about.
0: Yeah, they went by and down by the pool. Uh, What was the drink order that they got? Puya? A blue Hawaiian and a Long Island iced tea.
1: Yes. Who was who? I wrote that down. Um, Based on the color of the drinks, the Long Island iced tea was for Brandon, and the Blue Hawaiian was for Julia. Wait, uh, my man's
0: not messing around. Long Island iced tea.
1: Yeah, that's the the, one of the first thing I learned when uh, ordering drinks was. This sounds like it's just iced tea. It is not. It's no. definitely not. It packs no. a
0: punch. No. I mean, I think that that is like the, the drink that you could order where that has like the most shots in it. The Long Island iced tea. Yeah.
2: It's a
1: good, it's a good drink. It's a good drink. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good vacation drink as well, I would argue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a
2: very Vegas drink. Like, yeah,
1: what's it in a blue so
0: Hawaiian? Hawaiian? Blue Kersau, Uh, I think some rum. Get some maybe some sour mix. Yeah, it looks nicer. A pineapple but I, wedge. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, give me the give me the Long Island iced tea. I'll take that.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that Brandon got his drink order taken uh, by this woman, and Sasha. I I didn't notice Brandon like leering or drooling at this woman, but Julia was set off. I guess it's been that long since they actually saw another woman who wasn't Betty. <laughs>
2: exactly and to me what we were to me the the producers or the camera people like were really zooming in on this waitress and I was like don't do that that's weird so I was noticing the waitress because it was from my eyes on account that the camera was going there Mm -hmm. not for Brandon and the man had sunglasses on so did you really know where he was looking
0: yeah Julia, we've heard this refrain from her before of, you know, uh you cannot trust women, uh th- no there's never been a man who's friends with a woman that she is a woman so she knows you cannot trust women. That's it.
2: First of all. Sorry, Julia, go ahead.
1: No, no, Sasha, you feel this one, please. <laughs> no.
2: I just want to say this poor waitress is here doing her job. Mm -hmm. And Julia, you know, is saying all this stuff. Like, do we really think this beautiful waitress in Vegas is going to give this fool or (laughs) as Rob (laughs) likes to say, stupid moron,
0: moron. you know, (laughs)
2: uh, her time? (laughs) Because, baby, they're not even in the same hemisphere Mm. that, you know, she's worried, like. Unless you're looking for that extra tip, which again, I don't think is coming from Brandon, like an extra tip or anything like these waitresses probably know like this is going to be, oh, no, I got in trouble. So I need to serve these people like that's the vibe these two give off. So. Don't do that. Don't do
0: that to the yeah. other woman. No. But yeah, I now I really wonder, like you know, uh, that Julia's married to Brandon, not Jovi. Uh, what would have happened if we would have seen Brandon's bachelor party on the show? Do you think that uh, Julia would have murdered him uh, during the, the
1: reunion? If that was to happen, of course, absolutely. I think that um, I just here's the thing. I love so. First of all, Julia's heel turn is one of the. Wildest thing that's happened in this 90-day coverage that we've shared, Rob. Um, this whole argument from Julia's outdated look of I trust Brandon 100%. I don't trust women. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Trust me, Julia, when I say there are plenty of fish in the sea and your guppy of a husband is not it yeah like he he's not exuding wealth he's not exuding knowledge he's not exuding confidence he is yours to keep receipt or not Mm -hmm. you are fine (laughs) no backseat. um yeah no backs no one no one's out here trying to claim your man for themselves Mm -hmm. um maybe nintendo yeah only betty
0: fight with betty over
1: brandon that's it yeah Really, the, the only person that's going to come in between you and your, your man is Betty. Oh, and that's been the case. Yes.
2: But that actually makes sense. Right. We just said Betty's the only other woman they have seen. And they're always arguing. So it actually makes sense. Julia thinks every yeah. American woman is up tracks. We, we figured it out. Mystery mm-hmm. solved.
0: Yeah. Maybe she's just been like in a constant battle for six months for Brandon's attention. And now it's like, oh, look at this, this other woman is trying to talk to him
1: nah no. <laughs> she just wants his drink yeah. order that's it that's it she and like it's in the she's working in the middle of a pandemic she has way more things concerning her and and worrying about then Ooh, this man seems boyishly handsome like what like mm-hmm. uh, uh, relax relax julia please i beg.
0: yeah so all right then um they are talking about uh, the immigration interview is coming up It's gonna be a big deal, I guess. uh, When when they get back home, Um, they go back out to dinner again. Sushi, well, lots of sushi in this episode uh, because uh, all of our ninety day fiance couples uh, love sushi. They get very excited, and so Julia is just uh, so uh, love struck with Vegas. Uh, She she loves Vegas, and she again, Puyo, she wants to move to Vegas.
1: I love it. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> they got sushi, sushi. And she was like, Oh my God, I love sushi. I love Vegas. Let's move. All I could think of is you just need to move to a town with a sushi place because that sounds like there's no you sushi in Richmond, Virginia. I mean, there might be, I, I don't think I, so I don't think the farm is in Richmond because I think Richmond is the alternative. Yes. Uh, agreement yes. I believe have.
0: that is the big city they are moving to.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she just like, this is the thing. Julia, moved to america and for a lot of us who moved to america what we know of america prior is what tv and movies show us vegas is one of those places the party don't stop it's a good time you're never really being shown someone miserable in vegas unless they lose hella money but even then there's drinks so they're like okay with it so this is this is kind of the dream she's living the dream through this vacation and it's so hard to convince me otherwise that she's really seen the lowest of the low. And then to go to Vegas, it's mm-hmm. the biggest upgrade you could ask for. She's literally going from crickets in a bin at a farm all the way here to Vegas. And the high life, the the, the party, the well-lit area, it's a good vibe. So I don't blame her, but she just needs off that farm is, is what I've learned okay. this episode.
0: So, all right, they're going to compromise. They're going to move to a bigger city, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Julia is going to get a job in richmond virginia and she's thinking i don't know maybe uh a wedding designer and Sasha brandon is uh such a uh, i i again uh i called him uh a jerk last week he's such a jerk about the wedding designer of like oh yeah like uh whose wedding am i gonna destroy next
2: like what a thing why would he say, say? that like he has zero zero f's given in, in his life because how how dare you speak to anyone right that way like it do, it doesn't even matter if they're your enemy like why are you dragging like this why are you being shady and then to say not even to first of all how does she not speak English because yo ass does not speak any other language how you communicate it my mm-hmm. guy. Like, you know, so obviously she speaks English. Obviously it's fine. So sure. Maybe she doesn't read it, like read and write it. So that might be an issue with contracts. But like, how about you say, wow, how, you know, that sounds really cool. How can we get you training to get that done? Right. Like Mm -hmm. there's a way to say, here's how you better yourself instead of being like, nah, you're going to ruin somebody's wedding. Don't do it, man. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. Like a fool. And like, he's so mean.
0: Yeah, what well, what's his end game, Puya? Does he want her to like have a different job that he's already picked out for her?
1: I feel like Brandon to me, when he behaves this way, it's his way of keeping her close. Mm-hmm. If he like Pushes her down a couple pegs. If he convinces her that she can't do this, she will be leaning on him, dependent on him. Because we we all know, the minute Julia's got a good paying job and she's figured stuff out, she and and Brandon says one too many bad things or defends Betty one too many times, she can just live her own life peacefully. I think this is his way of kind of bringing her down because it makes no sense to me logically in any partnership in any friendship if you're on vacation and this topic comes up there is no reason why you wouldn't support your friend or your partner for Mm -hmm. him to not only knock her down and then knock her english and say that she's not good with the with english at all it's a choice um Mm -hmm. and it's not a good one at that so i don't understand why why he would do this otherwise you know Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: Yeah. he's insecure that's why
1: Mm -hmm. yeah uh, we'll see what
0: happens uh with uh, with, with julia I, I don't really know where their storyline is going Sasha. the only thing i saw from their pre uh you know this season on is that like that they're gonna like hang out with some woman that brandon used to know and then julia's gonna get insanely jealous over somebody else trying to steal brandon
2: no one's trying to steal your man mm-hmm. please yeah. like this is where you know she really loves him because, like, she really yes. sees him as this like prized catch. But mm-hmm. like, you have to, as Brandon says, you have to be realistic and you have to understand what you have. And sorry, but he he's not he he's not it. So, and they didn't even do Vegas right. I think that's why I'm even more angry. How did you like, do
0: Vegas right, Sasha?
2: You know, like. As a woman, at least go to like a Chippendales. There's Thunder Down Under. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, you can get so much free stuff at like the pool parties. Go do that. Is like, that a couple's I,
0: activity, Thunder From Down Under? You
2: know, it, he needs to prove himself. So he should take her. Why not mm-hmm. do it? Do mm-hmm. it. And maybe he'll learn a few moves. Like Magic Mike we got up in Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You never know.
0: Yeah, I never thought of that move of uh, taking my wife to a male strip club.
2: I mean, listen, would I want my husband there with me? Absolutely not. Please yeah. stay in the hotel room. But like I'm saying, if, yeah. if she's going to feel so enamored by Vegas, I, like, let's do it. right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I probably wouldn't because I suspect that my wife is going to get like Angela in the doctor's office. So uh, that I don't know. It might be- yes.
2: Same. <laughs> it's a, yes.
1: It's a good like. I feel secure in our relationship move. It's a good move. <laughs> but like I'll do it as that gesture, but in my head I'm going to be sweating bullets the whole time of like I am not I'm not anything. I'm not I'm not anything that'll like these people yeah. at these men. Look at hey, me. I'll be like, insecure about myself. Yeah, it it's just, not yeah. real. Yeah.
0: Be very That's awkward why it's great.
1: when she volunteers to go on the
0: stage and I'm just just you know, <laughs> sit, sitting there with my blue Hawaiian. <laughs> you'd have to upgrade to a long
1: island yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, like
0: make this can you make this a long island iced tea (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you sir um all right We've got uh, two other couples to talk about. I think that um, there's probably more meat on the bone with uh, Tiffany and Ronald. So I guess let's just knock a Kalani and a Swaylu out of the way. Uh, they didn't really have a lot going on. Uh, to me, I haven't found their storyline to be that exciting. So um, Kalani's sister, Kolani, right? Kolini. Kolini is mm-hmm. coming to visit and uh, we're going to get that knowledge dropped on Asuelu. And Sasha, he seems mad that Kalani didn't tell him so he didn't have the chance to do something nice for Kalini before she came.
2: Like, again, brain transplant. Not sure who this man is because, again, the vibes from last season at least was like, man, child, you know, just get, can't get his life together moments like, having his sisters fighting his wife like all this kind of crazy stuff Mm -hmm. but now we see you know I feel like he's going into maybe a teenager where he's acting better because I you know so I think he's trying maybe he saw how he was portrayed portrayed on last season and like felt bad maybe but I I think he'll revert back soon enough I think he's just trying to get out of the house and Mm -hmm. he needs to act right to get get out of the house
0: yeah, but yeah. Anything else to see here with uh, Kalani and Asuelu?
1: No, I think the the noteworthy things here really are the fact that we have seen Asuelu shed tears, and the minute he did, I felt all the feels, and I wrote, Oh, Asuelu." And then Kalani was like, "I think he's manipulating me," and I was like, "Ooh, I did not think of this, mm-hmm. but he has definitely done this in the past." And I was interested to in see that she's cognizant of it. And then the other thing was kalani i'm sorry but i just can't be sympathetic to you if you're breaking the news to him the day she's arriving like you are even if he's if he's trying to be cool calm collected if he wasn't i wouldn't be shocked Like i wouldn't be upset because you're springing this on him knowing they have a bad relationship so if he's trying to make the best out of the bad situation i'm not upset at him for it like he's trying to make sure you don't feel upset about this and he's going to put on a brave face. That's good enough for me. Like I'll take that given the the fact that, again, you sprung it on him after what now he knows are sham crepes. You got him crepes <laughs> to break the news to him. Mm-hmm. This was not a let's try crepes for the first time. Also, he ordered a great one. I liked what I read there. It, was, it sounded like a good time.
0: Yeah. Do you think that this is a factor about like uh, the 90 Day Fiance crew? Uh, yeah, we can't be there until Tuesday. Okay, fine. I guess I'll have to tell him then.
1: no no I feel like Mm -hmm. no. this
2: is very on brand unfortunately for this relationship both of them like not just us because he he also has done stuff like this so it's just that's who they are like they they live in la la land until it's time for Mm -hmm. truth to come out
0: All right, that's Kalani and Asuelu. Let's talk about uh, Tiffany and Ronald, which uh, I wish this was like a more fun story to talk about. But uh, Sasha, what do we make of uh, Tiffany and Ronald?
2: Yeah, I watched them since 90 Day Fiance the other way. So Mm -hmm. I'm very invested in these two. I was surprised that they stayed married and I was definitely surprised they had a whole baby because uh we've we the same things that we've been told right like Ronald not getting his life together was the same thing like we first met Ronald when he was leaving rehab mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with it but it's more that it's just so obvious they're not aligned and I just feel really bad for Daniel and now like Carly I think mm-hmm. yeah is the new baby so I feel really bad for the both of those children because i think they're getting wrapped up in this back and forth mess honestly
0: what did uh ronald used to gamble on do we know
1: like what like what was his gambling sport of choice yeah was he a card
0: player he's betting on like uh I think
1: he was Football. I think he was a casino guy. I think he was yeah. a casino okay. guy.
2: And betting, right? Yeah. I think
1: mm-hmm. he did yeah. That. that was more familiar to me. Yeah, because he it's the a thing bunch of that Randy got him Apple drafts. <laughs> he would go high stakes on those things for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, which if anyone would, I, I highly Just don't do that. I discourage, don't bet on the Randy <laughs> ones. You never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um You'll win a lot of for, Rand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then the, the exchange rate not great, apparently, hmm. according to Ronald. So his thing, Rob, is that, um, he stole from his job. Um, he stole money from his job to use for gambling. Um, and that is why he has a, he then has he lost. a charge on him. Yeah. Right. Then he lost mm-hmm. the money. He didn't mm-hmm. like replenish that money. So then yeah. he goes and he checks into rehab. Is I it think- still
0: a crime if you steal from your company to
1: gamble and then you win? I mean, if you put it back and no one knows about it, I think you're fine. But yeah. I think the deed is done. Like, I kind of feel not like, like it, the, the crime is like,
0: uh, I think you're allowed to steal from a company and gamble and win. Uh, but I think if you steal from a company, gamble and lose, that's when you're, you know.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: No. Yeah, I love that. They, they come in, they bring the handcuffs over. They're like, OK, put the last bet in. If you if you double up right here, we're good. Otherwise, you're leaving with us. Sasha,
0: I feel like if somebody stole from me, it's like okay. Got a good news, bad news. Okay, bad news. All right, I, I I stole some money from you. Good news is we won. Here's your like uh. So here it is, back with a little bit of uh you know, a, a little something extra yeah. for your trouble. A little uh, tip me out. The-
2: you have a lot of trust with people that <laughs> you don't think it'll happen again and they're going to take more oh, and more okay. and
0: more. But then and it's then a guess- crime. That's like, uh, you stole from me. But lost. apparently,
2: you- but if they win and they keep winning until one day they yeah. lose, I guess. I see what you're
0: saying. Look, if the world's greatest gambler wants to start stealing money from me and investing, like uh, I-, I have no problem.
2: Yeah. Like- what is investing? Gambling, right? Mm-hmm. Same yeah.
1: Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, if it's if it's being stolen and you're aware of it, isn't just borrowing at that point? Because like now you know you're a part of this. Like, no, it's theft. a surprise. No then. Yeah, it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. You never know. I took this money out of the account. We
0: won. Congratulations. Like, we did it. <laughs> be it, try to just try to be mad at that person.
1: Yeah, it's like Schrodinger's money. If you don't look at it, was it really gone in the first place?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. It's it's multiplied. You didn't even know. Yeah yeah i surprised you (laughs) yeah surprise profits okay so all right so Um, the that's uh and so ronald stole from his his job and then lost the money uh clear crime
1: (laughs) goes into rehab and then now because of this on his file he he couldn't do the k-1 visa process Uh, as we've talked about before With the K-1 visa, if you have any record, pretty much your chances are slim to none. So the next move is to get married and then go through the spousal visa because now you've proven hey we are linked together so we are going to be together this is a more it's a longer process but it's a more I think it's a more surefire way to to go through Um, which is why um, Angela and Michael are doing the same process as well
0: yeah so Sasha then we got to see Tiffany go to this divorce lawyer to talk uh, everything through and I guess that uh, the lawyer made it seem like this is not going to be just like an open and shut case this is going to be complicated
2: Yeah, I think the lawyer said it best. You need therapy, not an attorney. (laughs) And that should be on a shirt at this point, because, yeah, I, for one, couldn't even figure out why she was there at first. And I feel like I know their story. And even then I was like, no, but why are you there? Are you talking about immigration? Are you talking about this or, that? you know, whatever? There's so many different reasons why. She was kind of like word vomiting at this attorney. And then all of a sudden she's like, so I think I want to file for divorce, but I love him. And gr- just get some counseling, please.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Puya. This also was infuriating to my wife as uh, she was very upset with the lawyer's uh, use of the mask. Uh, she felt like that the lawyer's nose was sticking out for uh, most of this conversation.
1: Yeah, I feel like in the Venn diagram of you've been masking everywhere or Brandon and Julia just walking into a Vegas restaurant maskless. Mm-hmm. This definitely felt closer to Brandon and Julia. Like, you might as well not wear it at this point, my guy. You're not really utilizing this. Yeah. Um, unless you're hiding your teeth or something. Like maybe that's the thing that you were cognizant of that you wanted not on TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No, I didn't love that either. I noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. Because... If the whole argument is, well, I, I needed to remove it to speak, but you you remove the wrong part, then like you <laughs> don't need your nose for that. So yeah, <laughs> okay. <sighs> uh,
0: then we check in from uh, Ronald's perspective, uh, and Sasha. I'm starting to think that Ronald is the bad boy of 90 Day Fiance.
2: Uh, can we talk about this entry? Yeah, like what? <laughs> like first of all i'm literally looking around at the cast i was like who's in the cast that i didn't know about like who you know who are we about to get like in bollywood movies it's literally called like hero's entry like that's it's like a thing
0: it is happens. the hero of this show
2: uh, listen that's what they call it in bollywood yeah. uh, In nine day fiance i don't know but you know so like what are all these extra produced shots like the bike the helmet the 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 shoes what no why they did this
1: yeah look at yeah. this guy he's not the hero absolutely i am um, <laughs> <laughs> i looked at this entrance and i thought oh, I guess we're getting Jovi and Yara. I thought it was Jovi. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I was like, only Jovi would be the dude to have a motorbike and a baby. Like, th- he's the only <laughs> one here. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Ronald completely. They gave him the um, the Undertaker's, like, South African badass edit of mm-hmm. he, like, yeah. rides it on a motorbike into the, into the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best entrance so far, in my opinion. So here
0: comes Ronald, and he's going to basically give us the reset of uh how he ended up uh meeting uh Tiffany. Now, was
1: was he in the US or she was in South Africa for some reason? She was in South Africa. Why? Mm-hmm. On a trip. I, I I think it was leisure. I think it was leisure. Okay. Don't yeah, her
2: and that. her friend were just there hanging out. And
0: okay. trying- Mm-hmm. all right so they went out to South Africa and so uh we got this uh beautiful story of how Ronald and Tiffany uh first met up on uh the first the first night of this very happy couple
1: I met Tiffany in my hometown Rankantine um through a mutual friend I got a call one night saying Hey friend, you want a go for a drink? The Americans are here, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, whatever, let's go. And when I got in the car, this beautiful woman is sitting in the back, and we were making eye contact, and I was like, hello, you know? And uh, yeah, she was just staring at me like, you know how women are. I'm playing Bon Jovi songs for, her, and I'm such stomach pain. And I'm holding a fart because I couldn't let it out because it's the first night. This lady is next to me. She's American. Love her accent. And uh, we got out the car. I was even walking like a stickman. And I was letting it release and it felt like heaven. All I can tell you is it worked. I'm married to her today.
0: Please stop. <laughs> Please stop, Ronald. <laughs> Oh my God. He didn't have to Mary? tell us that part. He was in a car yeah. playing Bon Jovi and and had terrible stomach pain.
1: Um, this was the worst meet cute of all time. Mm-hmm. Like how? I don't understand. So let me get the and I needed the more of a meet cute. <laughs> well done oh, oh. My God. well done well liana's gonna when she hears this liana's gonna love this part uh, trust me um here's the thing here's the thing so he held it in mm-hmm. but then he released it and when he's insinuating that everything went well does that mean he released in front of her
0: i think that he was uh very slowly le- letting it out undetected
1: oh okay okay then that makes more sense that uh i still did he could have omitted this part i, I feel like this mm-hmm. didn't need to be in the story then if she wasn't involved all he said was i liked her so much that i did not fart in front of her which <laughs> I feel like that's like the like the lowest boundary to any relate like but you li- like there's so many more things you could have said i don't know
0: is this sort of like uh is this little anecdote Sort of like uh, giving us some insight Into okay how does this relationship Start deception
2: Oh mm-hmm. Concealment
0: Concealment, Concealment of the deception yeah. oh I got one over on her She didn't even realize it was uh It was amazing she didn't even know what was going On as I was uh, uh, Slipping one Past her
2: Oh my
1: god <laughs> No. the storytelling on 90 day has layers to mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah it really does foreshadowing, <laughs> foreshadowing.
2: Oh, oh no, <laughs> no. please God.
0: sorry i'm sorry everybody
2: i had so many i was like is this no i'm not even gonna say it never mind yeah. why
1: yeah. we're professionals this is mm-hmm. a business meeting yeah you know, like now
2: people talk about like Dan's missed
1: on Big Brother. Oh like yes,
0: yes, that's what he's. he's Ron, Have you mi- heard of Ron? So Ron misted her.
2: Oh God! Yeah. Why did I say
0: that? Okay. Yeah. So basically, that's what's going on uh, with with him, and he is just uh, like uh, doing odd jobs, trying to uh, paint the garage, trying to make some money.
2: This is another 90 day staple of like painting because my favorites <laughs> overall, Sumit and Jenny from oh, 90 no. Day Fiance, the other way, also had a whole segment of just painting uh, and just like conversation, but had to surround painting. So I don't know if this is like a hey, production's gonna keep, set something up for you. How about painting? It's, like it's tough just nails. True. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah.
2: But no one's tough here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so but then we get uh Tiffany and Ronald on Skype. And so uh we see that like uh they're trying to, you know, put the baby on to see Ronald. And uh Tiffany is going to uh drop uh, a bomb of her own on Ronald and uh say, "Hey, uh we are not going to be coming to South Africa. Cancel the tickets."
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. So I want to run through how I felt during this scene. So she says canceled the tickets We're not coming after he had spoken about how excited he was. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, so bad. My heart broken pieces. Then he brings up the exchange rate and the odd jobs. And if it's the pandemic and I know that he's clearly if people call for a reference, he stole from his last job. So jobs must be hard regardless. So I'm like feeling all the things for Ronald. And then we learn about the bike. We learn about the bike repairs. And I was like, $3,000
0: on the bike repair, not Rand dollars,
1: full dollars. So then I thought, okay, this is a power move. I don't like again. And I think the argument for me is I don't like that the kids are being used as bargaining chips here. I don't like that part of, well, you can't see your children unless you fly them over yourself. Like, I don't like that part. I think that this conversation mm-hmm. needs to happen. I think she needs to say, "Hey, you need to you need to be contributing a little bit more." She just bring up the example of maybe send your kids some socks and I thought, "Well, in the pandemic and the shipping, it wouldn't be worth it. He should just Venmo you the money." But that is beside the point. I think she's point. looking for the thought more than yeah. the socks. I yeah. think that's and that's what it needs to be is that I think it's very clear that he is not even showing that he's willing And I think that that goes a long way in and of itself. If he just showed that side, he's not. And she's so mad that she's retaliating in this way.
2: Yeah. I, again, therapy, right? Like as the attorney said, but also (laughs) I think she maybe has said it to him. So in, again, in the other way, we've seen a lot of times, like she actually controlled his finances, at least when they were in South Africa, Mm -hmm. like he had to ask her for money, even though I think it was, his like debit card or credit card, but like it still went through her and she needed to do, I think some approval or stuff like that. So here, so the money has always been actually a touchy subject for them, but I'm also frustrated that she has to do things herself. Like that's also not fair. So I'm holding both of that almost in this uh, conversation where he has every right to feel, you know, all these like awful feelings because she's just pulling the rug from under him and giving him a month to kind of find the money versus they could have had a conversation of like, I'm just not feeling supported by you. I don't. it's weird that she's not saying anything. And then he bought like an elephant, right. For his baby. Like, how about you use that money and send it over, you know, instead to say like, here's like whatever, some money for mm-hmm. Carly. So yeah. I don't know. Everyone's not correct in this situation.
0: Yeah, this couple is, uh, I think, my least favorite out of uh, what we're seeing here, that this just is giving me, like, Andrew and Amira vibes of, like, they're not in the same place. It feels like that this is uh, trending in uh, the wrong direction, and, um, you know, I, I don't see a lot of upside here for 90 Day Fiance fun.
1: Yeah, I think based on what we've seen is going to be coming up, this is going to get ugly and not in a messy, trashy TV way. I think it's going to get real life ugly, and mm-hmm. it's going to get uncomfortable because yeah. the combination of the, the the shots they were taking at each other in the this season on, and the fact that there are two kids in the equation, I'm not looking forward to talking about them. I'm I'm with Liana's made this point of the only couple she was intrigued when they got an, the cast got announced was them because we haven't seen them in a long time. So from that regard, I am excited. Now that I'm seeing more, I'm like maybe I didn't need to have this on mm-hmm. TV. Like, that would have been bad. They should have stayed off TV. But we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, there are some good moments. We'll, we'll see. It's All not all's not lost. Okay. Alright, Sasha, anything else from this week on uh, 90 Day Fiance?
2: No, I think that's it. So, so excited to be here and talk about these ratchets. Yes. Like, I love it.
0: Are you excited to catch up with Yara and Jovi next week?
2: Yeah, I think so. I'm actually not as big of a fan of them as maybe other folks are right true um again <laughs> the reunion won me over a little bit yara. with yara yeah. but um again like i'm excited for their baby i want to see the baby
0: yeah i just feel like that they gave us already what their life is like with the baby on the yara and jovi's baby special
2: yeah i unless jovi's out here doing the dirt wildin being a ratchet mm-hmm. in new orleans like i, I don't want to see it mm-hmm. I, i'm over it
1: yeah oh. According to the next time on, it sounds like he's doing something that Gwen is not happy about. So, Joe, we're from more- Gwen's not happy about. I'm, yeah, I'm here for Gwen telling everyone off basically yes. with their storyline. Mm-hmm. But I also do cosign that if, if you were literally going to be in a position where you were going to bring them back, then you should have just made that finale one hour. And we didn't need the Joviar side. You could have pushed all of that content here, and that would have been better for you. So I'll see. We'll, we'll see what they try and do with us.
0: We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Who, yeah, anything else uh, 90 day?
1: Um, nothing that I can see that needs to be mentioned. Um, we're going to, you're going to be introduced to Colini next week, Rob, Kalani sister. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, we're going to see the green card interview stuff, which I'm excited for with Brandon and Julia, because I can answer any questions we have there. Given that I just went through that like two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. good stuff, good stuff, good news only. And then, uh, everything else I'm seeing in the next time on, we've already discussed, uh, Charlie next week's episode prediction going to be a good episode. That's what I'm going to say.
0: Okay, good. All right. Uh, do we want to cleanse the palate with uh, a Angela Dean cameo? You want to see what she's doing on Cameo? Let's cleanse that palate. Right, let's oh, see. Yeah. All right. So maybe a little spoiler into how Angela is going to view her recovery. Maybe she's not going to be in any hurry to get up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I digest
1: that. A lot. Yeah. Let me just be the first one to say, I am more and more appreciative that you picked Brandon to get me a cameo for my birthday mm-hmm. from. Brandon delivering in spades over and over. The more we hear about the other ninety-day universe cameo mm-hmm. givers, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, Bon Jovi is on uh, cameo. Should we get this for Ronald?
2: <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> Maybe Ronald will come on the show then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ronald. I heard that uh, you and Tiffany uh, had a special meeting story uh, for me. Uh, I'm gonna let me. <laughs> though, you could get a motorbike uh, repaired for that kind of money yeah, it's a lot of motorbikes I don't know what the RAND conversion is for Bon Jovi there you go all right Um, Sasha, what's coming up for you?
2: yeah, you can find me on Twitter at funsize underscore 04 and a few other, I do a few other podcasts on the YouTube channel Silent Podcast, so you can find me there as well
0: Okay. Uh, Sasha, always fun to have you come back and talk ninety day fiance with us.
2: Thank you for having me. I love this. I'm so glad Puya messaged me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah. Good good times uh with these crazy people. Uh Puya, what's coming up for you?
1: Let's see. So, uh, Mass Singer is going to be back. We have moved past the sing-along, and this week it's going to be, a, I think, a two-hour episode. So, Liana and I will be getting together to talk all about that. We're at the Spicy Six. Not to be confused with Spicy V. Different person, different concept. Um Speaking of Spicy V, Big Brother coming to a close real soon. Mm-hmm. Um, No more uh, Puya Fridays, but worry not i feel like you'll hear about my thoughts soon enough it'll be okay and the circle's ending and uh, you know i'm streaming on twitch twitch.tv slash puya yeah that's where you can find me and we're gonna talk about the circle finale on thursday yeah that's true one more episode rob and then we get to find out who takes the crown
0: okay yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that's all going to shake out. Uh, I will be back talking uh, Big Brother one more time uh, this Monday night. So uh, be on the lookout for that. If you missed it this past week, I talked about the 24th best season of Survivor, uh, Survivor All-Stars. And this Wednesday, I'll be back talking about the 23rd best season of Survivor, Survivor vanuatu i am uh four episodes deep as of this moment uh in my survivor vanuatu rewatch so uh, still a lot of vanuatu to go for me before we talk about it on wednesday night with grace leader and kevin and nigel so uh hope uh, everybody uh checks that out along the way thank you for uh, joining us again for 90 day fiance and hey it's the start of a brand new month it's a great time to check out everything we have going on over at Rob'sWebsite.com. Slash uh, patron, where I'm going to have our monthly patron cast call in show Tuesday night. And of course, uh, we've got all of our uh, patron podcast feed shows, all the weekly patron activities, including Are we, are we doing Mafia this Friday, Puya?
1: That's right. Friday Night Mafia. Right. Patron Mafia back once again.
0: Going to be trying to like uh, kill everybody in the in the Mafia with the rest of the people in the town this Friday night with Puya, Jordan Kalish. Uh, be sure to check that out. We're going to have a patron Brand Steel. And on uh, next Friday, it'll be the first time I can announce that it's going to be only brand new patrons in the Brand Steel. How about that? Uh, Ooh. It's going to do fans versus favorites. Let the, let the, let the whole tribe of new patrons uh, coming up on uh, the second Friday of the month. So check it all out, robswebsite.com slash patron. Thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance, and it's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can say. If it's Geico easy, visit geico.com today.